Restaurant Unstoppable, episode 436. Well, this is such a lovely business. You know, it's uh, you don't have an MBA to succeed in this business. You have to uh, uh, be willing to work hard and work smart and, and do what you need to do to succeed. And it's really up to you, you know. So if we can uh, help uh the more young people we can help uh, get in and get on the right track and get the best education they can, the better off our industry is. Are you ready for it? Factors, success stories, failures, and bombs of restaurant industry knowledge? Then join Eric Cacciatore and today's incredible guest as they share what it takes to become unstoppable. Payroll and benefits are hard, especially when you're a small business. Gusto is making payroll benefits and HR easy for modern small businesses. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and great service to take care of your team. To help support Restaurant Unstoppable, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time deal. Sign up today and you'll get three months free once you run your first payroll just go to gusto.com slash unstoppable 89 percent of guests research a restaurant online before dining out your website is your first impression so answer me this question honestly what does your website say about your restaurant also websites are no longer static brochures they're dynamic tools that can help you drive revenue Head over to getbento.com and see why thousands of restaurants trust Bento Box with their websites. And if you mention Restaurant Unstoppable, you can save up to $1,500 on initial setup. Get on it. And with excitement, allow me to introduce you to you back on the show uh, for the second time guest, Cameron Mitchell. My man, Cameron, are you feeling unstoppable today? <laughs> I am, Eric. Thank you. Awesome. Yes. I can't wait to dive into this uh, episode because episode 259, which is when I first had you on the show, was probably one of the most memorable episodes I've had. Oh, and you wouldn't, thank you. you wouldn't believe how many people have reached out to me and said, like, oh, Cameron Mitchell was amazing. If you could get that guy back on the show, that'd be great. And here he is. So... Uh, I'm pumped to kind of pick up where we left off and just to fill you guys in. Cameron Mitchell is the CEO and founder of Cameron Mitchell Restaurants, headquartered in Columbus, Ohio, a lifelong entrepreneur. Mitchell is an accomplished businessman, culinary expert, nationally recognized restaurateur, and uh, with an entrepreneur's energy, vision, and passion, Mitchell's sites are to set on are, are set on development of new restaurant concepts and the expansion of concepts currently in his. Uh, company's profile profile man i'm jacked up i can barely read right now uh <laughs> so uh we had a great conversation the first time you were on the show um and what really stood out to me in that conversation was uh, the idea of just having values and in a vision and getting people behind that value and that vision and it's not about uh the food it's not about uh you, it's about growing people, right? Mm -hmm. uh, as, as a big lesson I got and teaching people how to think mm -hmm. was a big lesson I got from that conversation. Uh, so I can't wait to kind of pick up from there, but why don't we get that motivational, inspirational ball rolling with a success quarter mantra, uh, and then we'll kind of pick it up from there. 
Well, as I said earlier on my last podcast to you, I always preach, you know, great restaurant <laughs> touring is difficult. If it was easy, everybody else would do it. Yeah. And so it is difficult. But at the same time, uh, you know, running great restaurants is all about the people. And, and that's really how we focus our business is mm-hmm. all about our people. I love it. And what I was hoping to talk about today uh, is your ability to work w- with people. We kind of dove into uh, the, the people working with the people that work for you and with you. But uh, what about going out and finding partners. I feel like you're a master of win-win situations. Mm -hmm. And the first time I noticed it was when you were talking about, uh, you needed to get the capital. So you, uh, you approached a customer of yours at the time who was also the behind, he was the owner of an insurance company. Mm -hmm. You said, Hey, you give me the money for the restaurant Mm -hmm. and I'll Mm -hmm. use your insurance. Sure. So take us there and talk to us about like this, just how to create those win-win situations. Well, I think, uh, first and foremost, I think that's uh, based out of loyalty. Yeah. Um, you know, examples are many times over the years, we've been really tight on cash as we've been growing our business and, and we'd have to lean on our purveyors and, and stretch out our payables 30, 60, 90 days, you know, even longer sometimes. And, you know, our purveyors know that, uh, we will, you know, uh, like to, once we get in bed with someone, we like to stay in bed with them. So mm-hmm. they know we're not hopping around and so forth and they're growing their business with us. And, and so therefore they're willing to help us and support us by maybe stretching out those payments as we're you know, getting more restaurants online, et cetera. But their business has grown with us all the way through uh, from when we started with one restaurant, basically. So when we talk about partnerships, it's really what it's really about. It's more about loyalty. And mm. and people know that I'm as loyal to loyal as a day is long, I'm like a dog on a bone with uh, uh, our people and our partners. And so they're willing to uh, express that loyalty back to us. Yeah, I mean, you've got to create, when you're just getting started in this industry, I feel like you need to become a person of value. And one of the, the most valuable things you can be is loyal mm-hmm. and just dependable and, mm-hmm. and to have that integrity when, where people know if they're going to invest in you, mm-hmm. that you're going to make them more money. Right. Uh, so dive into that a little bit more, those characteristics I just mentioned. Like, how did you develop those skills of loyalty and just, is it just, was it innate or did you work on it? You know, I, I think it is innate, uh, you know, um, I mean, we just take that about to our people. Our people are not investing capital in us. They're investing their time and energy in us and and their time and energy in building our business. And so uh, we're loyal back to them and they know that. And Mm. so, and when people feel that, then they want to be supportive of you. So uh, it it really centers around everything we do is uh, we're loyal to our purveyors. We're loyal to our guests. Mm. You know, we're loyal to our community Um, and, and people know that. So, um, but when I feel that, and it's just, it really just comes from just an honest place in the heart, you know, it's just how I am. It's no different, you know, when you come calling me up to say, hey, can I talk to you again? I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I mean, so, uh, you were great the first time and you know, so I want to support you again and here we are again. I'll so. paint that picture a little bit. I, I emailed, uh, Cameron. I said, Hey Cameron, you were so great on the show the first time I'm going to be in Columbus. I would, I would love to just come up and shake your hand. And if we record, we'll record. Uh, but most of all, I just want to shake your hand and he came walking out and I had everything set up and I was like, you don't have to record, but if you're ready, like I'm ready to go <laughs> and we made it happen. And I didn't, I'm so grateful for you. Cameron. My really pleasure. Uh, so let's get granular with this example of the insurance company. Uh, what was it? How did you treat that, that person looking back at that relationship before you ever came to him asking for money? What did that relationship look like? Well, that guy was uh, uh, a regular guest of ours and he would come in and I didn't even know him that well. He just was kind of a regular and, 
you know, uh, I said, you know, hey, Mr. Keenan, how are you? Welcome to, you know, your table's already. I have your table right here. And he said, you always made me feel like a million bucks when I came in the door, like I was important. And, and my guests, whoever I brought with me, thought, wow, this is really cool. You're coming to this restaurant, like, you know, and this guy's taking such good care of you. And so he saw me in action. And mm-hmm. so um, and and so when I came to him and said, listen, I want to start my own restaurant, he said, you know, what the hell? Um, you know, I, I think you're going to be pretty good. And so I'm willing to invest in you. And and in exchange, I gave him our insurance business. And that that, that uh, 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 $10,000 investment he made and that little insurance policy he had with our business grew to eventually being a million dollars a year in, wow. in premiums for him. Yeah. And so... Uh, and he so he made a lot of money off us in the restaurant business, and he continued to invest as we had later uh, sequential rounds of investing. So, you know, again, it's just building those relationships. And I think about, you know, all my relationships across the board over the years, and the thousands of people have helped move us forward and push us forward. Uh, and uh, all I'm trying to do is push that right back out there. Yeah, I love it. And uh Oh man, which direction to go next? Uh, I had a bunch of things going through my mind, and it's hard to just pick one because I want to make the most of our time. So, one, th- I think the big lesson from that is that you, you're always, you know, under the microscope. Like mm-hmm. you, you're always in the public figure's eye, and you, you never know who that next uh, investor is going to be. So you, you got to treat every moment of your life like you're on a job interview, or like you are you know, about to meet the person mm-hmm. that can make the difference. Mm-hmm. And that's just being great to everyone all the time. Absolutely. Uh, and that's so powerful. It comes back around to serve you. It's about uh, giving too. you know, um, uh, we're always giving of ourselves and our time. And, and I, I just firmly believe in that. I, I, people joke that, you know, a homeless guy can make a living just walk around 20 feet in front of me because <laughs> I give homeless people money all the time. And, you know, I, uh, I just believe in pushing it out there, and I believe in karma and goodwill, and 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 you know, reputations take years to build and days to ruin. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I look at it as I'm always building my reputation and always adding to that, and and uh, you know that that just spreads over time, and and people, you know, I want people to say, you know, Cam Mitchell's a great guy, and you know, yes, his word is good, and yes, if you know, you can trust him, and you know, yes, uh, he's the kind of guy you want to do business with, and so. You know, everything I do is about, um, or a guy you want to work for, you know, or whatever, or work with. It's just, you know, everything I do is centered around pushing it out there and being that type of person and building that type of, uh, you know, reputation, if you will. Beautiful. So I've been here five days now. Uh, I've had the opportunity to speak with Joe DeLoss and Troy Allen, and uh, both guys (laughs) doing great things uh, in this community, and they both mentioned you in those interviews in the the role you and many other people had uh, on them uh, making uh, you know trying to break ground in this community mm-hmm. and both those guys didn't really have a restaurant background mm-hmm. uh, there were more entrepreneurs into like branding marketing and uh, like mm-hmm. like social entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh, you were there for both of them mm-hmm. uh, what what are the benefits for for you Cameron Mitchell the guy who is at the pinnacle of the restaurant scene in, on the Columbus scene going and helping out the new guys mm-hmm. uh, your comp- competition like where what's your how do you look at that situation in your mind? Well, uh, I guess a number of things really come to play. One is giving back, you know, to the community, giving back to entrepreneurs. Because, you know, so many times over the years, uh, uh, especially as I was young and come to the ladder, I would sit and talk with other people. And, and I had mentors or people that helped me along the way. So yeah. it's really just about paying it forward. And, and these both those guys you mentioned are terrific guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, really incredible and and um and are going to be very successful in their own right there's no doubt about it so you know if i can help them along uh then then fabulous and and uh you know 
you know, I also believe in all boats rise, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, um, I don't really believe necessarily there's competitors out there. I want to help kind of everybody yeah. out. And, and, you know, the stronger we can make our Columbus restaurant scene, the better off we're all going to be. And and so, uh, and it relates to Bud Dairy, which we're going to talk about and some of the things we want to yeah. do there. So, um, uh, you know, we should also talk about Columbus State Hospitality Management School, what we're doing there. We're getting ready to do a huge announcement there. So there's just a lot of things. And, and even as my career, um, you know, morphs into my later years, I'm 54, and, and, and I always tell I'm in the fourth quarter of my career. And, you know, it starts to become even more about legacy, more about giving back, mm-hmm. and, and uh, uh, more about giving to this wonderful industry that we uh, have been able to enjoy for all these yeah. years. And something I mentioned earlier, you're kind of a, a master of the partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're able to partner with so many people. Have you ever, uh, has a partnership ever come from one of these examples where there's somebody who's new to the scene and you, they come to you for help or you go to them to give them a hand? Mm-hmm. Did a, a partnership ever form from that? Uh, nothing uh, other than friendly partnerships, you know, that, yeah. um, you know, a, a, again, uh, you know, they know they can call on me anytime they want. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, gosh, if I ever needed a favor from them, I can call them. And, and so, um, it's just really more about supporting people that are working hard. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and it's my, my host, Mikey, uh, mm-hmm. from Mikey's late night says, he's, Great like, guy. he's like, you got to ask him about how he manages all the partnerships. Cause mm-hmm. you guys have, uh, I mean, you have construction companies you're working mm-hmm. with, you've got mm-hmm. people within the house or, you know, different concepts and, what is the glue that holds all those partnerships together? Like in your opinion, if you could narrow it down just to a couple of things. Well, I think, uh, you know, we have 11 people or 10 other people on our executive committee in our company. And so, uh, that, that whole philosophy is spread through them. So they, you know, whether it be our accounting, uh, our CFO and all the partnerships she has, you know, their accounting firms and people that support her group or, you know, our, our construction guy, you know, our, our facilities director who, um, has built relationships with a number of different people, so it's 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 like a mansion of fire, you know, and spreading a pile of leaves and spreading throughout. But so, it's not just me; it's our people and it's our our culture and philosophy that is doing that and it is anchors them, and they're going out and doing the same very same thing I did along the way. Mm-hmm. Now, something I didn't have enough time to ask you in the the first interview, mm-hmm. and that was around a partnership agreement. You said always have a partnership agreement, mm-hmm. a good solid partnership mm-hmm. agreement. Mm-hmm. So in your opinion, uh, what are some of like the logistics that you believe makes a good partnership agreement? Well, I, I, a partnership agreement is no different than a good lease agreement or any other contractual document. I think you, you want to make that as, as clear and as explanatory as possible and as organized as possible and, and, and have defining roles mm-hmm. and, and, and everything else. So, you know, uh, but it really gets back down to, you know, if all goes well, you do a lease, you put it in the drawer, you never pull it out again. You, yeah. you have run into problems with your landlord, you, yeah. you talk to them about it, you know. Uh, and same with the partnership agreement. I haven't read my partnership agreements in a long, long time. You know, it's... Um, uh, our partners trust us to do the right thing, and and you know I report to them, and I keep the lines of communication open, and so forth. So, uh, you know, if they're pulling out the partnership agreement to see what their rights and responsibilities are, and so forth, then we got problems. You probably so, did something wrong, right? To, to so make them pull that out. So right. So it goes back to that reputation wow. integrity thing that I talked about. It's just so like like heartwarming to know so much about successful people in this industry. It comes from just being a good person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's, it's, th- it's that easy and it's that hard, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors and we'll be right back. 
payroll and benefits, it's hard. Sometimes it feels like a foreign language, especially for small businesses. I mean, you, you're too busy running your business. You don't have time to be an expert in all things taxes and regulations. That's why there's Gusto. Gusto is making payroll, benefits, and HR easy for small businesses. Modern technology does the heavy lifting, so it's easy to get things right. PC Mag and Fit Small Business have called Gusto the best payroll for small businesses. Gusto will save you time. 72% of customers spend less than five minutes to run their payroll. Gusto is more efficient and reliable. Four out of five customers actually reduce payroll errors after switching to Gusto. People who succeed in this industry have access to systems and information, and Gusto will provide both. You no longer have to be a big company to get great technology, great benefits, and great service. To help support the show, Gusto is offering our listeners an exclusive limited-time deal. Sign up today and get three months free once you run your first payroll. Just go to gusto.com slash unstoppable. G-U-S-T-O dot com slash unstoppable. All right, guys, it's time to get real and answer this question honestly. Does the quality of your website match the quality of your restaurant? If the answer is no, you need to do something about it because 89% of your guests will go to your website before going to your restaurant. So you've got to make sure you're bringing it to all aspects of your business. And this is where Bento Box comes in. Not only will Bento Box help you deliver your brand and your story online, but it will help you leverage the full potential of the internet because websites are no longer static brochures. They're dynamic tools that help you drive revenue. With Bento Box, easily update menus, promote events, share press, sell gift cards, take catering orders, and book private events, plus way more directly from your website. Find out why Bento Box is trusted by thousands of restaurants around the world, including past and future guests like Suvla, Pizza Emily, 11 Madison Park, The Meatball Shop, and more. Head to getbento.com and make sure you mention Restaurants Unstoppable to get up to $1,500 off your initial setup. So uh, we're back and I want to spend the rest of our, our short time. This is going to be a short episode uh, to respect Cameron's time. He's very busy and I kind of just dropped this on him. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I want to spend the, the rest of our time together, Cameron, talking about the idea of giving back uh, in a few of the ways you are giving back. And I think the best way to kind of paint that picture is just to share some examples. So uh, one of the examples uh, I'll start by pointing out is I've heard a lot about you starting with an, uh, an incubator program. Mm-hmm. So uh, when did that all start and what's the mission behind this incubator program? Well, I think to a certain extent we're following, not leading there. There's a lot of other food halls that have opened up around the country yep. and, and so forth. And as you walked around our offices here, you know, we have, uh, it's a virtual shopping cart of services for, for people coming up in the industry. If you want to understand marketing or see, get marketing services or accounting yeah. or or construction or purchasing or anything. So uh, this incubator concept we're doing is, uh, um, it, you know, we've toured several food halls around the country and take, taken a look at them. And um, it's going to be a food hall with about eight operators in it. And I'll have, you know, several, a few bars. And, and we're going to take a page out of my friend Troy's uh, playbook at Pins and have a few, you know, games and live music and stuff like that in there. And, um but the idea is this food hall will be open six days a week, Monday or, or close on Mondays. And 
hopefully we're going to help these people. Uh, You know, it's very inexpensive for them to get in there, maybe a $50,000 investment to get their stall open somewhere in that ballpark. And we do the rest. And we'll provide on those Mondays, you know, uh, opportunities to help, uh, you know, with any educational things they want or need within the industry that we can help provide. Mm -hmm. And the idea, if all goes well, if we really are super successful at this, um, we might identify one or two people that we can take help uh, create and move to bricks and mortar locations and help yeah. them uh, really get their career started in that regard. I think these inc- these uh, incubator ideas, these concepts are great. But uh, one thing I've noticed is that the people who are most successful in this industry mm-hmm. treat their entire career like or their their businesses like incubators. Their mm-hmm. job is to bring people up, to mold them, to mm-hmm. to mentor them. So hopefully one day they go out. And, and do their own thing. And if you're lucky, maybe they do it with you right. and you're investing in them. Right. That's exactly uh, right. So, I mean, it's not like this is a new concept, no. uh, but well, it it's is, the same thing with yeah. the people in our, in our company. Yeah. So about 80% of our hourly, uh, or all of our management ranks are all started as hourly positions. So, uh, and you know, then we have, you know, dozens and dozens of stories of, you know, young entry level managers are now senior level managers yeah. in our company. So, um, we're always, always, it's just, it's just, this is just a manifestation of that, that we're now we're kind of doing it outward. Yeah. So in the, the concept of giving back and incubating, uh, you're also helping with local communities in the, the colleges, right? Mm-hmm. So what are you doing mm-hmm. there? We've done a lot of work with Ohio state and their, their, uh, bachelor program. We have a tremendous amount of, uh, young people in our organization from Ohio state. And so that's been a natural, um, uh, relationship with us and, and, and we, you know, several of our executive team members teach at Ohio State Hospitality Management School. So uh, they're, they're, that incubation is going on right then and there. And then we have Columbus State, uh, which is uh, their hospitality management program, a two-year program. And, and it's uh, they work out of some dilapidated facilities in the basement of their building. We, the president of Columbus State came to me and said, how can we, you know, take this to the next level? And, and uh Anybody knows me knows I like to do things, big things, and so uh, so we uh, uh, we we created this vision for this new beautiful building, seventy thousand square foot building on the front door of the campus, and redoing the campus green, and and uh, we've got the city involved, so the city's uh, doing seven million dollars in street renovations to you know bury the power lines in front of the school, and you know brick pavers, and make it just you know the beautification of that yeah. piece, and then. You know, this new $33 million, 70,000 square foot building uh, will house another f- about 500 hospitality management students. And, and we're the lead donor on that. We had to raise $10 million in private funds. And uh, uh, we, we've committed to a gift of $2.5 million wow. for that school. And to, uh, our goal is to take that to a top 10 hospitality management school in the country or, or culinary, you know, two-year culinary arts school. So, um, it, it, it and then these, these young people can graduate from that school uh, and hopefully some will come work for us or they can go on and, and matriculate into Ohio State and get their four-year program. But but really helping out some, especially some non-traditional PATH students uh, along the way. You know, and I was on the board of the Culinary Institute of America, CA, when I, where I graduated from. I eventually uh, was chairman of that board. And, and, and you know, so, you know, I've always been committed to, you know, giving back to the education and supporting education. Which is there. a great story to kind of like, to like fill in some gaps. Uh, you weren't even accepted to the culinary. No, Institute they the turned me time. down first time yeah, in high school uh, grades. Yeah. And you, you turned it around. You, you eventually got in and mm-hmm. now look, look where you are yeah. with, you know, giving back to that yeah. community. But, uh, you know, 
you're kind of an example of somebody who you would be helping out because of when you were struggling as a, mm -hmm. as a young guy. Right? Oh, absolutely. So like the, it sounds like the programs that you're investing in are, are helping those people that might have found a ro the wrong path and mm -hmm. you're making it easier for those people on the wrong path to get on the right path. Yeah. And then, you, you know, who knows what, where they'll end up or what they'll be doing, but that's beautiful. Well, this is such a lovely business. You know, it's, uh, you don't have an MBA to succeed in this business. You have to, uh, uh, be willing to work hard and work smart and, and do what you need to do to succeed. And it's really up to you, you know, so if we can uh, help uh, the more young people we can help uh, get in and get on the right track and get the best education they can, the better off our industry is. Yeah. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about uh, before we get there. Uh, I kind of, I'm curious and I kind of moved away from the, the whole incubator thing a little too soon, I feel like, because you said you, you did a lot of traveling and you were, uh, you, you've been studying incubation programs throughout the country. Mm -hmm. So are there ones that are doing it right and better than others that maybe you, you've noticed some trends and what, how you want to approach the situation to, to have. Oh, better? sure. I yeah. think, I think a majority of them really are just businesses, you yeah. know, that they're, they're doing this because they're, they're, if all goes well, we're going to make some money off this thing too. So let's not forget that we, we are in business to make yeah. a profit. So, uh, but that's really not the main driver. You know, the, uh, for us, the main driver is really the give back and the incubation yeah. process and helping, uh, create a new generation or, uh, of entrepreneurs out there. So, um, you know, so it is a, so I guess maybe that it is a business for us, but, um, it's kind of secondary to what really our mission is. And, and I think, Ultimately, as long as we stick to our mission, we'll ultimately be successful as a business. And what's that mission? One more time, I, I think. I well, to it. to uh, you know support our community. We think this is going to be a great thing for our community. You know, it's like I could, if all goes well, I can see any you know travel writer. And hey, if you, when you come to Columbus, you got to go to the Bud Dairy Food yeah. Hall. I mean, uh, so we want it for that. We want it for our, and then, but we also want to. Um, you know, take, you know, hopefully there's some food truck operators out there or people with ideation that just need to get a start. And, and we want this to hopefully be the start for them. And, and then if it's, you know, the long term, if, you know, if there's a, a big, hairy, audacious goal out of it, you know, uh, we end up partnering with and finding someone who has got some great ideation. We help them get to bricks and mortar and, and hopefully partner with them down the range. Down I mean, range. What a great idea for like a, a shopping center or like mm -hmm. a mall, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. To like move into a space like that. And mm -hmm. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, one thing I have heard about uh, these incubators is that they're, they'll have these uh, concepts that they're incubating and they'll be doing great. And when they go out to do their own thing and they get their own brick and mortar, cause that's the, the goal, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, they never learned the skills of having to manage a facility mm -hmm. because everything's kind of there for them. They're, they're you're incubating the, the concept and like the, the vision of what the service is, right. but they don't get net like those skills of like managing like the actual like, facility well that's what we want these mondays yeah. for so they're going to get this education piece along the way so if they spend yeah. a year year and a half two years with us before they move on and I, you know they may not even close that that spot they have in the food hall they might keep it and then do something else but throughout that time frame if all goes well they've got they've gotten both the opportunity yeah. and some education at the same time Interesting. Cool. Uh, okay. So before we wrap up, I, I, you had mentioned your book when we were talking mm -hmm. earlier, so that's exciting. And I think mm -hmm. one way I like to look at, uh, our purpose in life, everyone's purpose in life, we all have the same purpose and it's to get really good at something to figure out as much as possible from the, uh, from those who came <coughs> before us, uh, and then to compound off of what they've learned mm -hmm. and to pass it down to the next mm -hmm. generation. So we're always growing as a, 
as a society. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are you going to be focusing on in your book? How are you going to pass down what you've learned and like what's different about it from well, other hockey so, books? Well, uh, so the book were re- is really two purposes. Um, uh, one uh, is the story. So, and, and it's the Horatio Alger story, you know, from high school runaway and dropout and last of my class in high school to <laughs> it with, uh, you know, $70 in my name to, to, I started the company a few years later and, um, and just down to, you know, the, the constant push, you know, that I had to do to get to where I am today. And, and so there's that story, which I think is a, is unique. And there's lots and lots of lessons along that. And there's lots of motivation in that for a lot of people mm-hmm. to read and say, Hey, listen, this guy did it, you yeah. know, and here's how he did it and I can do it. So, um, so that's the, that's half of it, if you will. And the other half is uh, a study of our company and our culture, our values, and how um, operating within that culture and values has helped create the success that we have today and a people-first mentality. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I always talk about um, in our company, lots and lots of the restaurant companies will tell you the guest comes first. And, yeah. and I don't believe in that. So our company is centered around the associate comes first. And I look at it as a triangular relationship in fact i'll even say uh we don't even have a direct relationship with our guests we have a direct relationship with our people so i look at it as we take care of our people our people take care of our guests mm-hmm. our guests will take care of our company so that triangle so the the book the second half of the book is going to focus on that that story and that and how we operate within that model we don't do bonuses for example there's all sorts of things that we do a little bit different that maybe, you know, we're on one in the football field and lots of other restaurant brethren on the other end of the football field. And so, so I always say I'm a student of the industry, you know, and I'm not talking necessarily, uh, and I want this book to be for students of the industry. It's yes. not necessarily for all hospitality management students out there. Yes, they're students of the industry, but hopefully for all of us in the industry to reflect on and take a look at. So, you know, if all goes well, uh, you know, it's part also we're doing it to celebrate our 25 year anniversary. Uh, which is October 5th this year. So, um, and, I, and I've got a lot of requests to do that. So to me, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm not doing it for me. I'm not doing it uh, to make money. I'm not doing it uh, to get recognition. The last thing I want to do is work more. You know, I want to go on some <laughs> national speaking tour. Yeah. I don't have time for that. It's really about giving back to this industry and, and hopefully people will enjoy it. We'll see. That's what it's all about at the end of the day. And I love, I love how you look at yourself as a student. I've had a lot of people uh, come up to me when I first started this podcast, I was literally a student. I was taking classes, hospitality mm-hmm. classes. And, uh, they're like, you got to drop the student thing. Like no one's going to take you serious. If you say, mm-hmm. you're, I'm like, no, like the most successful people in this industry, mm-hmm. like are a student first. And that's why they're successful mm-hmm. because they never stop learning. Right. Uh, so I love that you said that. And I don't plan on ever dropping that student title myself. So great. <laughs> uh, this has been a great conversation and a, a great impromptu conversation. So I appreciate you uh, letting me come into your office and kind of set up shop real quick. You, you've been a great host uh, and a guest, great host and guest. Uh, so I guess that's it. And um, anything, when, when can we uh, anticipate your book or any information we need to, it, to know? Well, we're, we're uh, uh, targeting to launch on an October 5th of, of this year. So, okay. you know, wow. it's, um, uh, in fact, I've got a uh, all day meeting on it tomorrow. So uh, you know, it's it's um, it's a work in progress. But that's the thing. As part of our celebration, we want it to yeah. be on the bookstore. Is there schedule. a title yet? Yeah, the, uh, it's a it's an easy one. The answer is yes. What's the question? <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> so I'll be keeping my eyes open for that. And uh, if anybody wants to 
maybe reach out to the Cameron Mitchell team and, and join the team or learn from the team? What's the best way to connect? Well, you can certainly go to our website, CameronMitchell.com, and and uh, and just drop us a line. We'd love to talk to you. I'm going to Cincinnati next. Mm-hmm. Who who who's in Cincinnati? Somebody you think is uh, doing it right that I should that should be on my radar. Well, I I know Cincinnati's hopping and doing. There's a lot of young operators down there, but. Uh, I can't reference anybody by name because I'm just, you know, I'm mostly focused right here in <laughs> Columbus. Hear, so, and in the nation with our national brand. So, um, yeah, I mean, I know the folks that own Nada, they're here in Columbus. Jeff Ruby just opened in Columbus. He's out of Cincinnati. Um, so there's a, there's, it's, it's kind of a unique thing. We've got, um, the guy that owns town up in Cleveland is coming down to Columbus here too. But generally speaking, um, like I've never done any restaurant or very few restaurants in Cincinnati or Cleveland. And so, and, and, so we're kind of, uh, you know, there's the Cincinnati guys, there's Columbus guys and the Cleveland guys. Yeah. And, and there hasn't been a lot of cross. Now, we have restaurants across the country, right? So you'd think a natural yeah. first step for us would be to move to Cincinnati <laughs> or Cleveland, yeah. and we've just never really done it. And so we're starting to get a little bit of that uh, matriculation across the board there. But um, uh, I, I just have never spent much time down in Cincinnati. So. Oh, all right. Well, you've been incredible. Thank you again for coming back on the show. And uh, like before, I'll say it again. There is no questioning, my man. You are unstoppable. Well, there's another episode wrapped up here at Restaurant Unstoppable. And it was a good one and short but sweet. And Cameron was a guest on the show. Uh, if you want to hear his full story and his values, in, head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash Cameron Mitchell, I think is the link. But I'll also link to it in the show notes. This is episode 436. So you can head over to restaurantunstoppable.com slash 436. 36 and find the link to that episode uh, where he's first on the show and um, really what I wanted to get at in this conversation what really uh, strikes me as what you need to be successful in this industry is really partnerships and surrounding yourself with people who have the skills the drive the ability uh, the the right attitude to be successful and recognize recognizing that in people and then and then pulling them in finding a way to work with them uh, and I was hoping we could get to the center of that. I think the big lesson, uh, it was very subtle. It's just, uh, you know, creating those win-win situations and also loyalty, uh, and being loyal. And it's, it's, you know, it's that easy and it's that hard to, to, you know, have that integrity to, to do what you're, you to do what you say you're going to do and to really just have the back of the people in your community. And, uh, I feel like that's what Cameron Mitchell does. I think that's what he, how he's uh, built this empire that he has. And I love how we kind of put a lot of emphasis on uh, paying it forward. And he had a lot of people that helped him out early on and recognizing that and knowing that uh, it's now his turn to, to help those in his community to try to get a little bit, you know, I don't know if we'll all achieve what Cameron Mitchell's achieved, but you know, helping them kind of get one step closer to where uh, Cameron Mitchell is in his life. And, uh, at the end of the day, I really do think that's what it's all about is to, you know, to, to spread it out, to not make it just about me, but to make it about the people. And I, and I got that from today's conversation. So I hope you guys found value in today's conversation. Like always, please do reach out to me, Eric at restaurantunstoppable.com, Instagram and Twitter, Eric Catch Tori in Facebook slash restaurants unstoppable. I'm always looking for the next guest. I'm currently in Dayton. I'm going to be wrapping up. 
uh, real soon. Uh, trying to hit up some Cincinnati spots and uh, headed to Nashville. And I'm actually going to do an I'm going to do an overnight in Lexington. So if you're listening to this, if you want to meet up, if you have leads, if you know of people I should be getting on the show, please let me know. Uh, that's probably the one great way you can support what I'm trying to do here. And uh, small donations, little to big donations, anything helps. So you can over to restaurantunstoppable.com/support if you want to leave a small donation to uh, support this cause. But the best way to support this mission of in, of empowering our industry in creating positive change in our industry is by sharing this resource. Uh, if we are going to make change, we've got to share knowledge. And uh, if people are going to get that knowledge, you have to make sure that they know about this resource. So please share a restaurant unstoppable right now, whatever you're doing, stop what you're doing. Grab your phone, whatever you're using to play this podcast, take a screen capture and uh, tag it on Instagram with, and make sure you mention Eric Cacciatore. So I can thank you. Uh, in person or not in person, but on Instagram. Thank you, uh, you know, to, for helping me out and helping this mission out. So that's all I have for today. Thank you so much for sticking around this long. I love you all. And until next time, peace out.